You're listening to Foxy Digital's Daily for May 15th, 2023. I am Brad Rose. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, the album of the day is Inlandscape by C. Buckthorn. And I, so I recorded the second half of this episode last week, like on Friday. And then I completely forgot to do this. It's Sunday night right now because uh, Tears of the Kingdom has completely taken over my life and my daughter's life. We pretty much just, that's what we did all weekend is played. Um, I mean, we did a few other things, but we played a lot of Tears of the Kingdom. And God, it's, I don't know how many, uh, like, I'm not a gamer per, like at all. Like, I don't play a ton of video games. Like, um, we both, like, Stardew Valley is one that, everybody in the family plays and we like to play together and um but like Zelda games have always been the thing for me for as long as I can remember and so yeah and then my daughter really got into when Breath of the Wilds out especially then over the uh pandemic like she got into it and it's yeah anyway I knew that it was I knew that it was going to be a distraction for my entire life man it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. And we haven't even got that far. And I just feel like it's just been so much. Anyway, I'm not going to turn this into a Zelda podcast. Kind of sounds like fun, uh, but I'm not going to do that. So don't have a ton of, for an intro here today. I also just ate my body weight in tacos. So I do want to mention, uh, it's not a new label, but it's a, I don't know. I just learned about it because uh, they sent me an email, but uh, this l- label, oh, I'm going to b- butcher this because I don't speak French. I think it's Presque 2, maybe. Um, it's all, it's, uh, they call it an ongoing archive of sonic landscapes from around the world. So it's a bunch of field recordings from all over the place. Anybody can send them in. And it's, I, oh, it's such a cool idea. And they're, they've got a tape series going now. They just did the second batch. And huge, huge recommendations. I've really been enjoying this. I really want to dig in to the other the rest of the, the first batch of tapes and then just all the other stuff there's a lot of digital releases it's just um it's remarkable the number of people who've done stuff the location so really cool idea uh everything the digital i believe is all pay what you want so highly recommend checking that out and yeah i'm gonna go and probably play some more tears of the kingdom and uh, but on this podcast right now, I'm going to talk about Sea Buckthorn. So I've always had this sort of, I don't want to say passing interest because I think that undersells it a little bit, but just, it always felt a little bit of distance. This, but my interactions with Andy Cartwright's C. Buckthorn project. Um, last year though, like I really, he, he had two really great albums out last year. Uh, one is C. Buckthorn, which was of no such place. And then he had this really great solo record formlessness formlessness i guess would be the appropriate 
pronunciation and both of those really kind of I, I connect I connected with both of those um the solo record really got me in because I think I want to say like I premiered something from it or something like that and we did or something we did some stuff together on the site and then that just got me to dig, dig in a little more and, and it was I don't know it always felt like a project that I wanted to connect with because I love the name <laughs> honestly and honestly there's a name can do so much for you like if you you know really think about your band project name because it can just really do so much i don't know i just think it's anyway none of this has anything to do with inlandscape which is, is this absolutely fantastic record and i still haven't dug through his entire discography this makes me want to but this also from everything i have heard this has a different edge to it and it is there's so much texture in all the instrumentation and the, the thing that, I, that I love, I mean, there's a lot of things I love, but I, there's these, the, the sort of resonance from the different instrumentation, it kind of intersects with and connects in surprising ways that turn these pieces into these really massive just dense sonic worlds of like bowed guitar double bass tuba and trombone especially there's also field recordings clarinet uh, and some tape loops and, and those all play important roles but i the the bowed guitar and the double bass gosh it is just, you would think that the timbre of those two would be in very similar spaces, but I don't know if it's the way it's recorded or processed. And it, it just, I guess it is in a similar space, but they, they, it, it like widens the scope of everything. So it, all of these song these songs feel like you're, it, it starts in, you know, this, with this focus and then. It's like you're slowly opening your eyes and the curtains are pulling back in this parched kind of gnarly landscape is just unfolding before you. And each track kind of does its, like they, they all are this interconnected thing that put that keep building out parts of that sonic space. Right. And it's, it's, I don't know. It's just really infectious. Like I just, as soon as I heard it and I, I've listened to it, it was like the last band camp day. Cause I think that's when I picked this up and I listened to about 30 seconds off of what was once, which is the opening track. And was just like, Holy shit. This is, this is something else. And, uh, reading here, reading it, it said uh, like the bowed guitar sounds a lot. It was recorded on real, real tape. That's like an important aspect of this because I, I mentioned the texture and the, there's just this, like this music is very kind of harsh in a way and heavy. And like, there's a, a solemnness to a lot 
to most of it or like even like a gloom but it also feels really organic and warm at the same time and a lot of that comes from the timbre of those bowed instruments or well you know you got to give the tuba and the trombone a lot of credit too because that's another super interesting and very inviting aural space of the those the bowed guitars and those brass instruments interactions and they very much sit in separate worlds but the way that cartwright has like recorded and composed this and i think that the tape um texture you know is is i think that's part of what does it it really bridges that gap between the two and like colors in those spaces so that you know it's not like you're looking through binoculars and seeing two that are you know like binoculars that are messed up or something like you're seeing like these two different separated circles or something like it's it's the whole field of view and i'm i'm kind of obsessed with this honestly like it is I, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna dig through further back in his catalog because I I feel like I owe it to him with how much I love this. But this this feels like a really important record in sort of his the trajectory or whatever. I don't know. Like who knows? But like it just feels it. There's a weight to it, like a gravity to it. This and every time I put it on, it just like I've I've gone to put it on in the background couple times and it just kind of stops me in my tracks and is just like no you need to pay attention there's something serious happening here it's awesome huge recommendation all right that's it for today um hop on over to foxydigitalis.zone holler at me on twitter at foxydigitalis instagram foxy.digitalis mastodon foxydigitalis and mastodon music.social and of course you should join the patreon or Sign up for a Jewel Garden subscription. That's cool too. Like you support the site and you get a ton of rad music. Hey. Um, all right. Hope everybody is having a good week so far. I hope it's off to a good start. And until tomorrow, keep catching those waves of vibe.